Blog Talk Radio. Hey, 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 everybody. Happy, happy Wednesday to you and yours, and welcome to all of our friends and family and guests to Couch Chronicles, coming to you live on the Love Radio Network. I'm your radio host personality, Ms. Simone, and I'm thanking you for tuning in to share your time with me tonight. It is a great day to be empowered and to enjoy your journey right from your own homes and especially from your very own couch. So come on in, get a glass of whatever you like, sit yourself down, come on, enjoy the nuances of a woman and man's perspective on love, life, friends, dating, generational issues and curses, plus every topic in between. So if you are new to Couch Chronicles, we all say welcome, welcome, welcome. Come on in and enjoy the show. And if you're a reoccurring or dedicated Couch Chronicle fan, thank you for all your time, your dedication, and for being a ride-or-die Couch Chronicle baby. Now call and text your friends and family to come on in and join us. You can do so by either logging on to LUVRadioNetwork.com and pressing the live button, or you can go ahead and call the show calling one five six three nine 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 three five one nine. Again, that's one five six three nine 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 three five one nine. Now, if you have any um, comments about our topic today, feel please feel free to press that one button and come on back to the green room, and we can talk a little bit about something, something. So, see how easy it is to sit on the couch and just sit back for a wonderful and sometimes a very grown show. Now, remember, you can connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Simone S Y M O N E last name hurt H U R T. Go ahead and send me a friend request, and I'll be more than happy to befriend you back so you can be part of the Couch Chronicle party. So we are right now streaming live at LUV Radio Network 24. Go ahead, press that button, and just check us out. Join up and just enjoy the ride. We also have the greatest, the latest, and the newest of live shows as well as fabulous music, darling. So come on over and just Join the party with us. So praying everyone is well today and staying safe. Our topic today is pillow talking. Woo! Honey, come on in and pillow talk with your girl tonight. Now, many of us are very familiar with pillow talking. And I've been talking to some people and realizing that some people need a little work on their uh, pillow talking game. So uh, pillow talking is the communication style that each couple has and is usually based um, upon a type of relationship, situationship, friendship, maturity level, and emotional bond that two or more people have. Now, I do believe that the more um, you are confident in yourself, okay, you have trust, you have some emotional bonding along, you know, of course, with some sexual compatibility, honey. Uh, It does make for a great relationship. So lately, this subject has come up in several conversations while I've been hanging out, and I really came vested into looking further into this after watching a show called Love is Blind. It's a Netflix um, series, and it's by Nick and Vanessa Lachey. Um, I just, by happenstance, I actually 
pushed on it by accident. That's not what I was looking for. But as I began to watch it, I got quite intrigued. It was really interesting. The concept was um, different. It was a very non-traditional way to meet people and to get to know each other. Um, it explores relationships from building a strong emotional bond by speed dating in pods. Now, that means you have a wall between the two of you, and you can't see the other person. And the only way that you can relate to them is through their voice, the questions, and the communication that you uh, have with that other person. And you speed date with about anywhere from 10 to 12 uh, p other people. And at the end of this, you are supposed to pick someone to actually propose to based upon this bonding that you um, happen to come across. Now, it's a very interesting show, but it gave great examples, y'all, of how to ask those hard questions while dating. It also shows you how to work through some differences, overcome your fears, and how to stop sabotaging um, and when, your, your relationship when things get good, and when to fight or just let it go. It was very, very intriguing. I love the show. Two thumbs up for you guys. That was an absolute wonderful concept. If you guys get a chance to check it out on Netflix, please do so. But we're going to go ahead and get this party started. So make sure you text all your family tonight to number 1-563-999-3519 and just come on over and join in the party. Uh, some of y'all are part of groups. You know you can get them on group chat or text invite them to come and listen and enjoy the show from their couch because tonight we're all family and you know what happens when family gets together and have some fun. So... Go grab your drink, because I got mine. We are doing water tonight, y'all, because sister is tired. So we're just going to relax and just chill tonight. And look, nestle in my couch, babies, but don't pull the blanket up too far. It's about to get a little sexy as I can possibly get on the radio up in here tonight. So lean in, learn something new, and actually enjoy the ride, my love. So hope everyone's doing well tonight. Of course, it's me, your girl, Miss Simone, dishing out some interesting insights to intimate conversations through pillow talking truth. So we hope to inspire someone out there to really learn how to delve deep within themselves to open up and just take their pillow talk game to the next level. So as always, thank you for listening to the show. And as my grandmama D used to say, sometimes intimacy starts with a good old conversation. So let's get to pillow talking, y'all, together. We're going to review the definitions of pillow talking, and hopefully hopefully, I have a few special guests that will chime in to give their objectives, opinions, and suggestions. And let's see uh, who we have in the green room right now, because it looks like I got somebody. Uh, how how are you? Come on in, my guest. Hello. Hi. Hey, Sean. How are you, my man? How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Thank you for having me tonight. Oh, I am so happy you came to the show today. This is going to get good, y'all. Oh, my God. Yes. yes. <laughs> all right. So, ladies, all you ladies out there, I'm just, I'm just going to give you all a visual because, you know, I like to help a sister out sometimes. Uh, Sean is a chocolate. He's sexy. He's fine. And he's about 6'5". So, y'all can just, uh, you know, drool over that while we sit here and talk. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I like to tease the ladies from time to time when we got some guests on the show. (laughs) So um, we're just going to jump right into this. I want to thank you very much for being on the show again. And um, just some basics. We're going to start with, um, you know, definition, pillow talking. I'm going to give two definitions. Uh, So this is very 
interactive so that everybody can get a good concept of where we're going to be going with the rest of this, okay? Now, okay. From, Wikipedia, from Wikipedia, pillow talk is the relaxed, intimate conversation that often occurs between two sexual partners, sometimes after sexual activity and usually accompanied by cuddling, caressing, kissing, and other physical intimacy. It is associated with honesty, sexual afterglow, and some bonding. It is distinguished from dirty talk, which usually is just to get the party started with foreplay and all of that. But we're talking about the intimate piece, pillow talking. Now, there's a second definition that's not as sexual. That is from the Urban Dictionary that says an intimate talk with your partner, um, that partner can be a friend. It can actually be uh, people at work, uh, a colleague. Um, and it often takes place in a location that stimulates bonding and conversation. So it does not have to always be sexual. It can be the bro code. It could be the girl talk. It could be a lot of different things. It could be, the, you know, the water fountain at, at work. It could be the nightclub or the pub that you're hanging out with. But the same meaning actually applies, that the conversation is usually candid, lasts for several hours, and everybody's open and honest with no pretense whatsoever. Uh, sometimes in those settings it does get a little different, though, where it kind of goes into more gossip instead of pillow talking. But overall, the pillow talk is crucial component to any relationship and also could be very, ther I can't say word, therapeutic uh, with your friends, families, and um, other associates. So now that we've got that out, uh, I'm going to ask Sean, what does he think pillow talk means to him? <clears throat> well, pillow talk gives me and my partner an opportunity to be clear about our thoughts, our feelings, what it is that we would like to improve upon, what it is that we would like to see changes in, and it also gives us an opportunity to be upfront and honest about what it is we would like to receive and give to each other. And that can be in a sexual nature, and it can be in a partnership, or even just a friendship. That's what I feel. Yes. That's awesome. And you and I have had uh, conversations in regards to that, that, you know, men and women tend to pillow talk a little. What it means to them is a little different. So what is your yes. masculine take on pillow talk? What do, what do the guys really kind of view <laughs> pillow talking as? So the masculine take is, and I don't want to get anybody upset, the masculine mm -hmm. take is if your friend is telling his significant other too much information about the bro code. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, meaning let's say I'm sharing something with my friends and he's home right. with his girlfriend or his wife or his lover or whoever and he shares it with her and the next time all of you are in the same circle, you might get a little side eye from the girlfriend or you might get a little side eye from the wife and you'd be like, what did I do? <laughs> And that's because we're doing just a little <laughs> okay. bit too much pillow talk. <laughs> uh-huh. And it, it is, and it's, it's, it's really um, a very thin line between the uh, sexual encounter part and the gossiping kind of part. Because I do yeah. understand from a lot of the research that I've done, um, especially older couples that have been together, it does turn into more um, – 
gossiping <laughs> talk as the years go on. Yeah, because yeah. you already have gotten to know each other. So, you know, you've got yeah. t- tucked that away already. So that's, that's, you know, those boxes are already checked. So now it's about what's going on in your group, what's going on over with the, with the guys, you know. So for women, it's, it's very intimate. Um, it's our opportunity to really express ourselves. Um, I, I can't speak for all women, but some most of the women that I know, we enjoy it because we have your full undivided attention. Yes. And that within itself yes. is sexy. You know, yes. it's just me, it's just you, um, and we can talk about whatever we want to talk about. Uh, it's the opportunity to bring that thing up that you wanted to talk about that happened at that, that time, um, and you can express your opinion. And, you know, sometimes it's good, sometimes it hurts. Or some people, you know, sometimes people get a little offended by what you say, yes. but um, all of it is for the betterment of the relationship. Um, it is really necessary. Um, I've had many discussions with people about how much to really tell in a relationship. <laughs> you know, we're still going back and forth about that. <laughs> now, I'll be honest with you, as a female, I don't think you should tell 100% because I know I can't tell if, if I had a man. I don't have a man, y'all. I'm single. But if I had a man, I'm not going to tell him that dude down the hall, you know, keeps flirting with me. I really need to be, yeah. as a grown woman, I need to handle that myself. Now, should I not be able to handle and he's not going to respect my boundaries, then maybe I might need to tell my husband or my man. But I have a res- uh, respect, you know, I have a responsibility to myself to really take care of that in fact for the, not only the respect of myself, but for the respect of my relationship. And I have that kind of expectation of my partner. Please handle that. I don't really need to know who all did that, but please handle it so I don't have to know. You know, keep the calmness and the peace within the relationship. Um, But other than that, and besides that, I mean, if you're not pillow talking at least, I would say 90, 80, I'll give you 85 to 95% of the thoughts in your head with your significant other, I don't understand why you're with them. Because a relationship is supposed to be an intimate bonding between two people. You're not intimately bonding. Y'all got a whole bunch of secrets and stuff back in the back of your heads that you ain't sharing. I, I agree with that, but I think you also have to know the partner and who you're with. So uh, the okay. 95% <laughs> can be for the partner that can handle 95%. Not all uh-huh. people can handle 95%. Some people you got to censor the things that you're saying. Some people you got to really mm-hmm. think about what their feelings are or how sensitive they may or may not be to what you're saying or thinking. So I think it all okay. depends and varies on uh, different situations and the different relationships that you're, that you're in or that you've been in. I agree. I can agree with that, definitely. So, look, listen to this. If um, you have two people – they're, they're having an intimate conversation, okay? And you can kind of tell that uh, the person didn't really like what you said. I've had many conversations, and actually two just today, um, and I was asked the question of, you know, you can't say everything. And I said, you know, sometimes people are okay with that, but you have to also understand I'm a communicator, I feel it's my civic duty to learn how to ask the questions. Because sometimes it's not what you're saying, it's how you're saying it. 
Yes. Okay. Um, for an example, I, I will I will use my ex as a, uh, a husband as an example. Um, you can't. I don't care. <laughs> he wants to. He knows I'm pretty, I'm pretty open and frank. Whatever. <laughs> but anyway, he told me I was fat after I had the baby. Oh no. And I said, "Dear, I understand your concern. I get that, but that was not how you were supposed to say that." Mm. So even though I could be upset about it. You know, I I wish you would have taken just a little bit more time to position yes. your words a little better yes. to express so that to what, me. What what so what would he what should he have asked? How should he have positioned his words that would have okay, made you feel a little more comfortable? <laughs> well, first of all, um, he could have just said, "Find the opportunity first. One of the opportunities would have been if I'm bringing groceries in, I'm huffing and puffing, okay? He could say, babe, you know, look, if you're huffing and puffing about bringing these groceries in, maybe you and I need to get in the gym. You know, we are starting to get a little older, you know, and we got to keep up with these kids. So maybe we should think about, have a conversation about how we need to get in better shape, um, you know, for our kids and for ourselves and for our, each other. That's a better way to say that. You don't have to say she's fat. Participate sometimes. Okay. Then I, I would have felt that you're being more supportive in the fact that you want me to get in better shape and have better health. Uh-huh. Was, he, okay. was he overweight? What was his size? <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> and that's what's so frustrating for women, especially when you have a, a partner, a male partner that is just in fabulous shape. You know, he, he had a phys, very physical job. Okay, and so he was in shape all the time, so I get it, um, but he didn't want, but let me tell you what else he did. He put parameters on it. He didn't even want me to lose but X amount of pounds. Like, he says, I just want you to get back in shape, baby, not, I don't want you to lose a whole bunch of weight. And I said, why? Would, you, would that be, um, you know, <laughs> would you be insecure because I lost that much? And, and he told me, yes, I would. You would get way too much more attention, and I don't want to have that headache. Ooh. Well, that's that's called having real open, frank conversations. Like, yeah. That is. That is. You know? He communicated his truth, but... Oh, he 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 communicated it well. (laughs) 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 Through that process, he was like, okay, you can cut this out now. You look good, baby. That's it. There you go. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) I was like, okay, okay, okay. Oh, but guess what? I got another buzz going on here in the green room. And I do believe Mr. Kev is on the line. Mr. Kev, I am. I'm on the line. I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh, boy. What's up, Kevy Kev? How What's are you? Going on? I'm wonderful on this evening. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. You guys are making me so happy today because normally it is so hard for me to get the male perspective, and I got two tonight. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. yes. This well, is I love it. I love it. I love it. So, Kev, here's what you missed. We we were talking about pillow talking. We gave the definitions. Um, and mm-hmm. what I want to know is what does pillow talking mean to you? Oh, wow. That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Great question. Pillow talking, it can have so many definitions, and it varies from person to person, couple to couple. Um, yeah. For me, 
uh, scenario, pillow talking is me having a long day's work, coming home, showering. You know, I'm lying next to my woman. Um, you know, you know, not gossiping, but just talking about how the day went. Mm-hmm. Um, then from there, what you know, what's her expectation? Uh, you know, it, it depends on what the comment. It depends on pull talk for me. It depends on the mood. Okay. What type of mood I am, and what type of mood she's in, and a lot of times pillow talking, you know. It doesn't have to be verbal. It doesn't have to be verbal. Ooh. Oh, turn yep. that on to me, honey. Let me hear that. True, okay. true pillow talk is intimacy. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to her when I'm just laying there smelling good. I just showered after a long day. She had a long day, vice versa, and I'm holding her. To me, that's pillow talk. Mm. Okay, he's he's straight on the intimate side, ain't he? So, <laughs> yeah, to me, that's, just, that's pillow talk. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Because see, I like it. We, 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 a lot of people, you know, pillow talking have so many different variations and so many different definitions. Yeah. For me yeah, coming home to my true. lady and me holding her and we just laying there, the candles lit, the mood is set, we might have had a glass of wine. It's just the intimacy says it all. Mm, yes, I agree with that. How about you, Sean? You down with that? I, I, I agree 100%. And I'm going to have to try that. Yes. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> Brother Sean, that's pillow yes. talk. Yes. And because you laying there beside her and you bumping your gums, or it doesn't mean that you, you know, that's pillow talk. Pillow talk right. turns into gossip. Nonverbal is the strongest form of communication. Mm. I like that. Yes, it is. It is. Mhm. It is. And it, it's very so intimate as well. Yo, yes. You know, so that's my definition of pillow talk. Well, you go ahead. He just showed up and put out. Took you out. <laughs> okay. Well, here, here's the scenario, guys. You ever look at your partner and feel disconnected, both physically and emotionally? Um. What would you say, or the question is, where is the most comfortable place for you to exert pillow talking for that to, you know, to bridge that connection? Because it doesn't always have to be in the bed. No, it It doesn't. Um, So I think the bedroom is probably your primary place, but what about just driving in the car? Mm. radio silence, one-on-one time, just having the chance to really just talk, connect, expressing your thoughts and your feelings. Yeah. 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 Totally agree. You know, definitely in a car. I, I, I totally, I totally agree with you, brother. Yeah. You know, well, that is definitely because cool. yeah, you know what? Neither one of you have anywhere to run to. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> so you know, got that seat on. And, and, yes. That's right. You know, yes. so you got to face the music. <laughs> and that is actually fantastic because that I would say that's one of my favorites, and mine is more encompassing. That I love road trips. 
because that yeah. forces the two of you to actually spend the quality time, which I, I, I desire quality time. And once you get the quality time, then you can go through the, you know, the different levels of intimacy um, just yeah. by going on a road trip. So, yes, that is very sexy. That is very healthy for the relationship. Um, and you're right. And you can get as mad as you want. Where are you going? You can't get out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The car's so, you know. it does, it, in effect, force you to have to kind of think more. So you don't get to just shut down and go into another room. You right. know, you're still you there know, I, in the moment. I, I totally agree. Um, myself and my wife, we took a long road trip. We drove from Baltimore uh, to see the Baltimore Ravens play the Miami Dolphins. Everyone else was free, but mm-hmm. we, took, we, 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 we decided to drive. Hmm. Okay. 18 and a half hours, almost 19 hours. And if you don't know hmm. your partner, your, your spouse going and coming, you'll never know. Hmm. Yes, you got that right. Yeah. And it yeah. actually brought us closer. We actually, we really connected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Connected that in a good. way that I never thought. Connected in a way that I never thought. Mm. Well, this is a great segue into talking about some rules for pillow talking. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to mm-hmm. add, oh, we got another, look, the light is just, we, we y'all talking the right stuff because now people want to come up in here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we got another, we, I don't even know who this is. Uh, we got another guest in the, in the um, green room. Uh, would you like to come forth and let us know who, what your name is? I'm guess it's Michelle Lee. Hey, Shelly, how are you? I'm wonderful. Good, good, Hello. good. Hello. Hello. We got Sean on, and yep, and we got Kevin on, and we're talking about That's the pillow Sean talking right now. Yeah, we're in the middle of talking about the rules for pillow talking. Um, oh wow! And some of the yes, and some of the rules for pillow talking is um, that I had through my collection for of data this project. Um, no electronic devices. No cell phones, no television, no cell phones. Now, the only thing I did put in here, music would be good in the background. So what do you guys think about that one? Yeah, I I agree. You don't need the distractions of your phone or TV. You just need that Mm -hmm. one-on-one quality time, which happens to be my love language. Quality time is my love language. So you just need that moment between just you and her. Or, or that person. I totally okay. agree with you. I I agree with you, but it, it 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 depends on what type of music and how low it's played with the candles. Uh, for instance, uh, Kenny G. Mm-hmm. Jazz. You know, because sometimes it sets the mood. It sets the tone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I definitely agree with that. I preferably jazz, where there's no no words to the music. Yes. Right. No words in the music. You know, you might. You know, you'll just have the instruments going. Mm-hmm. Shelly, how about you? Um. Yeah, I like that as well. Um. I like a little Levert. You know, I'm old school. So <laughs> okay. I definitely. Agree with no television, no phone. That's the only way the intimacy can, I mean, continue and grow and take, and then you get take it to a different and another level. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Now, two other things would be massages and holding hands. What do y'all think oh, about that? Yes, we we look we hit a spot with Shelly. <laughs> yes, like Lady first, lady first. Yes, it's nothing like a good massage. Um, and if you're out somewhere holding hands, or even if you're in a house, you know, mm-hmm. just a moment to be into each other and um, just maybe winding and doing a little grinding together, and you know. Uh-oh. Holding hands, mm-hmm. just thought it's just the beginning of the process. Does the massage does the massage fall under the nonverbal that Kevin brought up earlier, or do you take that Absolutely. opportunity to to talk and, and and communicate and ask questions? Nonverbal or both. I would hope that it's nonverbal. Yeah. But automatically know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, yeah. I think non nonverbal is the most powerful way of communicating um intimacy, especially in the times of a massage a massage. Cause you know, yeah. us as men sometimes we can talk about <laughs> the whole mood. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, well, you guys are really hitting on some good points, and we're about to heat it up just a little bit more. But um, just before we go, I do want to say that um, I appreciate each of you being on the show tonight. It is really, really, this is a good good little click right here. I like this. You guys are good, (laughs) working together very well. Um, But we are going to take that break, and when we come back, we're going to do two things. One thing, the first thing, you guys need to contemplate, what three things happen outside of the bedroom that make you most interested in being intimate and pillow talking? So I'll need three things from each of you when you get back, and then we'll heat it up with pillow talk and dirty talking. So for my listeners out there, thank you very much. This is a perfect time to go ahead and refill your glasses and come on back to hear us get really hot with some more pillow talk.
week long. Let's start the weekend on Friday nights with a little me time. Midnight Love, Fridays at 9 p.m. All your favorite love songs. Smooth R&B. Relax, relax, relax. Wine down. And just chill. Midnight Love, beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern on loveradionetwork.com. Couch Chronicles with Simone Hurt, Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. This show is based upon men and women of each generation being able to talk and explore the various life cycles from cradle to the grave, learning from each other's experiences. Couch Chronicles empowers those who have taken the journey but may not have the understanding of their option to grow to the strongest kings and queens that they are. Tune in to Couch Chronicles Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern with Simone Hurt on LoveRadioNetwork.com. You're listening to the Love Radio Network Worldwide. LoveRadioNetwork.com Educational, inspirational, trending topics, and the hottest hits. With award-winning talk show host and personality. And you made us number one. Thank you. Love Radio Network. Building a network of love. Well, hello, 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 and welcome back to Couch Chronicles. I hope everyone's doing well tonight. It is your girl, Ms. Simone, on a Wednesday night, dishing out some truth. Now, the topic of the show, if you're just joining us, is pillow talking. And we're going to give a little quick definition. We've got some guests on the show tonight who have been challenged to come up with uh, three answers <laughs> to a question. But before, while they're contemplating on all of that, um, the Urban Dictionary says it's an intimate talk with your romantic partner, either in bed or somewhere, uh, that makes you comfortable, normally uh, after sex. And it's usually at that moment where all personal thoughts, desires, and troubles are revealed in a candid tone. So those thoughts you've locked away during the daytime are now front and center at the moment. So completely trans- being completely transparent is very, very important um, to not only yourself but to your partner. Look, pillow talk can really be anything. It can be goofy. It can be serious. It can make you laugh, and it can make you cry. But the main distinction is that everything spoken between the two parties is 100% candid and true to themselves. No pretenses, y'all, just you being you. So welcome back, everybody, the Couch Chronicles. Uh, Pillow talking. With some friends here, talking to uh, Sean, we got Shelly and Mr. Cavi. How are you guys? You guys back with me? We're back. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, since um, we're going to do it this way because Sean came on first, so I'm going to give Sean a little bit more time. So we're going to start with you, Cavi. Oh. Okay. Uh, Yep. You ready? (laughs) You ready? You ready? Okay. All right. What three things happen outside of the bedroom that make you most interested in being intimate with pillow talk? The way she looks at me. The way she smells. Mm. 
in her walk. Oh, okay. One more thing, her intellectual ability. Mm. Okay. All right. All right. We're gonna. I'm, that was all good. We're gonna stop you right there because you gotta save some for some other people now. Okay. <laughs> all right. And, and we're gonna we're gonna go with Sean next. That's only because I want I want Miss Shelley to have enough time to you know, make sure she's straight with all her answers. So go ahead, Sean. What you got? I like to be flirted with throughout the day. Mm. Um, to play through text. And when we're just together, one-on-one, just looking at each other, like Aww. we know what's about to go down. Yeah, that's sexy. That's so cool. Yeah. 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 Okay, Miss Shelley, the uh, lady, um, close it up. Well, I'll definitely agree with the look um, that we give to each other, that intimacy. You can kind of tell when you look at each other that the feel is, you know, compatible. Um, I also like the link between the toes. You know, you definitely know that's a soul. And um, just the feel when he's rubbing and touching. Um, mm. And now, what was that second one you said, Michelle? Um, licking between my toes. Oh, <laughs> that okay. Oh, that's what I heard her say. I was like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Oh, child, you girl off my own heart. I love that. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> She was straight to the point with her too. She said all all calmly. <laughs> I know that point. She likes what yeah. she likes. Yeah. She know exactly what she likes. She ain't playing. Look. <laughs> so get to it. Seriously. <laughs> okay. Now, let me give another question. Um <laughs> check this out, you guys. I'm I'm gonna ask the men this first, Shelly, okay? Um, okay. Because this question came, this question came up with a conversation with a guy friend of mine. Um, we know that pillow talk sometimes means something different for the guys than it does for the women. But what? fellas, do you pillow talk with everyone that you're intimate with? Is this for the married man or the single man? <laughs> well, I got one and one here. That's what I'm trying to gauge. I, well, I need I'm an a, answer for one and one. I'm a I'm a married man, so I'm only going to speak from a married man's point of view. Only okay. with my wife. Okay, I got you. I and got you. only when I'm sober with my wife, and only when my wife is sober with me. Oh, okay. So that's one of y'all rules. Yeah. Okay. I hear you. To have the best form of communication, yes. All right. Well, Sean, from um, okay. a single man's perspective, are my so corrections in Yeah. Uh, for me, it depends and varies. I'm a talker, okay. so I guess I am. I guess I am like that with everybody. <laughs> maybe. Okay. Maybe I shouldn't be, but. If I feel a, a level of comfort with you, then yeah, I'm, I'm going to talk to you. And we're going to 
we're going to communicate in, in many, many different ways. So absolutely, yes. Mm. Okay. All righty. But because right, you well, communicate with us doesn't necessarily mean that is, you know, pillow talk. Yeah, okay. But I'm talk- we're talking about pillow talking, you know. Because yeah, my talk- understanding no, is that not intimate. all men pillow talk with all ladies that they're intimate with. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. That's how that, co- that question came about, yes. And, and I think I'll I think give if it you're being intimate with them, then you have a level of comfort with them. You're mm-hmm. gonna have those conversations with them. Uh, it, it depends. Okay. I guess okay. it depends on the situation. Okay. Well, I'm gonna throw mm-hmm. a little monkey wrench in this. I'm I'm coming from a celibacy standpoint. Ooh. Those, those that know me know that I'm celibate. And, uh, but I'm gonna talk about when I used to, you know, be single, free, and doing my thing. Um, I didn't pillow talk with everybody. Everybody, um, if I did not have an emotional connection with you, mm-hmm. and, and it wasn't that deep, I didn't feel the need to have to pillow talk with you. Exactly. So what you Sometimes just put Yeah, it was just, just, you know, you talk about the just basics, the bare minimums, uh, Uh it's just regular day-to-day kind of stuff, how you doing. It's not, I don't go to a level of intimacy because I'm not emotionally connected with you to be intimate with you. Right, right. Okay. I totally, yeah, so that, I'm I'm speaking from the, the celibacy part. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Now, Makes sense. Yeah, Miss Shelley. How about and you? And I totally with you because everyone that I meet, um, be intimate with doesn't require a pillow talk. It might be just for the bang, you know, for the mm-hmm. feel at that particular moment. The relief being a single woman. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I get the uh, I get the reaction. Oh, you act like a male. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> Women today are moving like, more like the men. Yeah. Exactly, and I get that a lot. Uh huh. Are you moving around, Shelly? Nope, I'm sitting still. Oh, okay. All right, because you're kind of going in and out there. All right. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with you You on that. Notice how the guys kind of got taken aback and got real quiet. <laughs> I, I was listening. I'm listening. Hey, we still, I'm, still, I'm still thinking about the licking between the toes part. Yeah. 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 I mean, in, in, in a lot of what I do gets them crippled, you know, and they be on hold and they can't understand and then they say oh you act so much like a male and I said well how do a male act like you I said well it's not that I'm being cold it's just that I know for the moment this is what I want to feel and then once it's done I mean if we see each other again we do and if we don't I'm not going to call you if you don't call me so Mm-hmm. I think that's the way it comes in because, you know, most of the time they say, well, women, you know, your feelings become so involved. Um, but if I know it's not going to move past or beyond this certain point, 
I don't put too much in it. I just put it into the field to get right. the, you know, gratification that I need to release. And then I can act just like they did. And if you call me, that's good. And if you don't hear from each other ever again, then I'm cool with it as well. If you don't bother me, I'm not going to bother you. Yeah. Okay. Can I ask a question? I, I Is that, understand. you know, kind of like leading a brother on? Can I ask that question back? When when men do it, how? What was your intentions? Well, so you asking the question? What a question? Uh huh. I sure am. Well, <laughs> if I wasn't if I wasn't married, mm-hmm. I would communicate that with the sister <clears throat> so that she wouldn't feel like I'm leading her on. You know what I, I mean? Agree. So we're gonna have that we're gonna have that understanding well before. Yes. Right. So the well, next okay. real days to come when I don't reach out, she won't feel a certain kind of way because she already knows what it is. And it's not. Right. But but we also know so many times that males know that women become vulnerable or they feel like they are attached. Once they become and, intimate. Yeah. But that's the reason and why so, you set the tone with that woman exactly. well before you're intimate. So if that's she do become attached to you, uh-huh. you know, that's it's, it's, it's on her because you are ready to put it out there. Well, that's pretty much mm. what you want, what you're looking for. So in other words, what I'm trying to say is that you're giving that woman the option. Either you're going to deal with this as it is, or you can move on, and we won't have to go through this. Right, but you. But we also know that women are more emotionally attached than men. Yes. So our feelings. So once we lay down, a lot of times we feel like, oh, he either belongs to me, or um, he needs to give me a certain amount of time and things like that. But that's not true. That's where I think I differ because. Mm. If you're not giving me all of you, I'm definitely not giving you all of me. And it's not too many like me out there. Because even a lot of my friends, you know, they be like, oh, you know, I was, I did this with him, and he is not calling me. And I said, well, don't call him. Make him think just like you, how he's making you feel. You know, because the more you call, then you know he has that control. Yeah. Yes. Oh, even where'd she go? Once a call, you step back and you let them feel like that. Hey, what's going on? She ain't calling. She's not emotionally in, in key with what I did to her. No, I'm not. I give you what you give me. That's just me. And I know it's a lot of us that, you know, we really be begging and pleading and stuff. I just can't do it. Yeah, I, I, I can understand what she's saying. Um, I personally, I, I'm like the guys. I'm, I'm not just saying I'm, I'm just going to be with you and then that's it. I will set expectations. Right. This is what I want. So if you, if, And I'm not going to be clingy. I'm not going to keep calling you, but I want uh-uh. this and I want that now and that's it. Um, and and that, that's fine with me. I mean, you can go with it or you don't. 
But a lot of times my expectations, like for my expectations right now, I'm more in the mode of I'm more out looking for a husband. You're going to need to get to know a whole lot of other things other than downstairs, okay? And if you don't have time and energy to do that, I don't have no time and energy to open the door. Right. Right. But, see, the expectation is already set at the beginning, right? Yes. I'm going to be truthful and say not all the time, honey. Sometimes females can run, can do just like the dudes. I just want to hit hit it. Bye. Bye. Okay. I just want to sample. Yeah. Just sample. Like this sample. I'm going to call you two of those. Yeah, that's it. So, and I'm going to tell you what makes me start to feel this way and I'll I'll go over something past if I can. Um I met this guy, um, but I think he was still into his ex and her children. So what happened was, you know, like I was giving him all my time. We would go walking together, um, we would go out to dinner and things like that. But every time I turned around, he was saying that he's supposed to be over the ex. But every time I I talked to him, oh, I'm going with my, um, he called them his stepchildren. Oh, I got to go with my stepchildren to do this, and we're going to be this family. And so, so one day I just said to him, I said, well, why did you ever leave your ex if you engaging in so many activities with the kids and you know that she's going to be there? So he couldn't give me an answer, so I fell back off of him. And it took him about maybe like six months. You know, every now and then, you know, he would reach out and I would, you know, I'd be like, oh, hey, how you doing? And things like that. But I believe after she was got some body work um, done, she met a new person. So she wasn't mm-hmm. like the heavy sister any longer. Then she's petite. You know, she done got her backside done. She got a stomach flat. Got the BB, you know, the BBL and all, and all, so she got everything taken care of. So her new friend was like, Why is he always here if you're all supposed to be done with? And one day he went to give one of the children some advice, and the son kind of went left on him, like, You're not my dad, you don't tell me what to do. Like, you know, he's just my mom's ex. So Okay, Michelle, we're getting off the topic of pillow talking, though. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. But that's all right. It's a lovely story. I'll say this. Sometimes they have to go through some things to realize what they missed, and then they want to bring, and I was going to tell you, they bring back the pillow talk, and they're wanting to converse with you in a way that they didn't before. So, <laughs> that's why I'm who I am, you know. So, I apologize. Mm. Yeah, I did it for a little straight. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I was like, okay, wait a minute. Where are we going? Where are we going? <laughs> All right. No, I was, I was just to the point where, you know, that when he didn't want to do the pillow talk, he started wanting to. That's what I was going to come back to, you know. Okay. After he but I'll go tell you to what, because, because of the time frame of the show, I will talk to you offline, and I'll write another show about that. How about that? Yes. Yes, dear. Okay. okay. There we go. Yes. I want to be there. Definitely going to be there for that. Yes. Now, one of the things that I did not hear, um, maybe I didn't hear, 
at all, um, or you know, um, we talked about touching, we talked about looking into each other's eyes, we talked about hugging, we talked about laughing. But what about reassuring the other person? Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's par for the course. Um, but I feel like when you're being intimate and in those moments, you're and I keep going back to Kevin's word, you're nonverbal giving them reassurance. Mm-hmm. Do you, you also verbally need to give them that? Of course you do. Of um, course. But the time that you're spending and it being quality time should also reinforce those feelings as well. Okay. All right. Well, you know, um, I have just received some cards. Uh, I went ahead and I purchased the ACE metaphor um, conversation cards, okay? And they were very interesting, and I have actually been utilizing them in my journey of dating and courting, and I'm finding out so much about people. I will say that it's been working very, very well. So I'm going to do the round-robin <laughs> question. Pay close attention because we don't have a lot of time, okay? Are you on the naughty or the nice list so far this year? Sean. Nice. Shelly. Nice. Kevin. Nice. Oh, okay. Y'all been good. This, okay. Y'all, y'all claim y'all been good this year, but that's okay. What is the most romantic thing you've said or done while pillow talking? I'll let whoever needs wants to go first first. Massage. Okay. Who's next? What oh, was that question? The question is, what was the most a romantic thing you said or done while pillow talking? Oh, I'll say, um, that's what you need to to get the feel that you want. Okay, say that again, Shelly. Um, touch what you need to to get the feel oh. that you want. You want. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. He laughed, Gabby. Gabby. I don't know if this would make any sense, but prayerfully it do. Um, <clears throat> you know, just you know, looking her in her eyes and telling her that I love her while making love to her at the same time. Slow. Mm. Total connection. Okay. Huh? All right. Mm, oh, that knocked it out the park. Okay. <laughs> Uh-huh. So for those of you who have had that, you look, you're shifting in your seat right now because you're remembering. <laughs> but I'm just saying. But first of all, guys, I want to thank you very much for being on the show. This was absolutely fabulous. Please feel free to come back at any time. You guys were wonderful. The bottom line of pillow talking is that when making a commitment to spend more time engaged within pillow talk with your partner, it can boost the relationship, bring you closer, create an environment that fosters intimacy. Plus, it's something you can work on together, and, you, you know, the more you do it, the easier it becomes. 
So with that said, we do have to say goodbye, y'all. So in closing, thank you all for listening and joining us on the couch tonight. Be safe and continue to do one thing better than you did yesterday. And just remember, love yourself first. And, of course, we love you too. So see you next week on the couch at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And until we talk again, make sure to be the best kings and queens that you can possibly be. So feel free to listen to past shows at LUV Radio Network 24. Don't forget to download or scan our app so that we are front and center every week for shows and fabulous music, 24 hours a day. So don't forget to check on your friends and family. You never know what someone is going through. So take a good look at yourself. Tell yourself that you love your bad self. And peace out and many blessings to you and yours. Until next week, Wednesday, 9 p.m., and your girl is signing out. And thank you and love you dearly. It's your girl, Miss Simone. Sleep tight and good night. Thank you.
You're listening to the Love Radio Network Worldwide. LoveRadioNetwork.com. Educational, inspirational, trending topics, and the hottest hits. With award-winning talk show host and personality. And you made us number one. Thank you. Love Radio Network. Building a network of love.